my God, there's a rotten candle up in this man's stomach. You're looking at Frank's rotten head? Ha-ha, I finished first. And my nurse can beat up your nurse. Your nurse could beat up him. During my absence, the second in command will be in charge. I strongly resent that. Unfortunately, he means you, Frank. Of course, I knew that. <laughs> Hey, MASH fans, it's time for another episode of the MASH 4077th Podcast. I am one of your co-hosts, Kenny, and joining me once again, Simon. Gentlemen. And Al. Yo, what up? Today we're discussing Season 5, Episode 12, The Colonel's Horse. It's the 109th episode overall, directed by Burt Metcalf, written by Jim Fritzel and Everett Greenbaum, and originally aired on December 7th, 1976, and the production code is U811. Colonel Burns isn't fit to command. No sweat. Radar runs the outfit anyway. Yeah, but he makes crazy rules. Chew your food a hundred times. I showed the thing. I swallowed my steak whole. Why are you worried about Burns being in charge? You never follow orders anyway. That's not the point. Burns is an irritant. Like fingernails on a blackboard. Ooh, I hate that sound. Can't you do something? Like sit him down, have a talk with him? No, like stand him up and have him shot. Don't be absurd. It'll be an inquiry. Hey, I got an idea. You could take him to Tokyo. Yeah, he can be your traveling companion. Tote your barge, post your bail. I can tote my own barge, thank you. Look, what this boils down to is who gets stuck with Burns. Mm -hmm. Now, if you were in command, what would you do? I'd take him to Tokyo. That's why you're not in command. Dismissed. And the plot summary for this episode involves Colonel Potter going to Tokyo to have a second honeymoon with his wife. Unfortunately, while he's gone, his horse, Sophie, becomes sick with colic. Ooh, everybody hates that. Radar then asks Hawkeye and BJ to help cure her before Potter comes back. However, Sophie isn't the only one to fall ill as Margaret's appendix begins to flare up. And due to her fears that Frank will botch up her surgery, among touching other things, she asks Hawkeye to do it. Go away, Frank. I told you not to bother me. Full of rush, man. I have a special today, a back scratcher in the form of a naked doctor. Did I say come in? Only part of me is in. The best part is still outside. What do you want? I didn't come to see you, just your appendix. We can discuss my appendix in the OR. Post-op. Any place but here. No, it's Wednesday. I always make tent calls. You know that robe does something for you? It does something for me, too. Watch it, doctor. I'm just a growing boy with active glands. When you're in my tent, you'll curb your glands. Next time, I'll leave them tied up outside. Why are such skillful medical hands attached to someone like you? Sorry, I come as a set. Potter told me about your problem, so, uh, Major, if you'll just lie down there. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, your lips say no, 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 but your appendix says yes, yes, yes. My appendix does not bother me. When it flares up, I'll call you. You know, when you're angry, you look just like Victor Mature. Please leave. Margaret, a pre-operation grope is essential. Well... And fun. Uh, no. Here. Here. It hurts right here. Uh, you swine. <laughs> you know. And guest stars in this episode, it's the one and only Kelly Nakahara, who, of course, plays Lieutenant Kelly Yamato. 
That's a short guest list. It is. <laughs> Sirs, yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, the colonel's mirror is lying down. Her eyes and her nose are running. I told you to shovel that back around. Hawk, when a horse is down, it means she's sick. Look, I come from Maine. All I've ever done is take a lobster's thermidor. Something's wrong. Probably mal de mer. Radar, you sure she wasn't just rolling over in the manure? Is a little pick-me-up? No, no, she's sick. I know it. And I promised to take care of her. Come on, just take a look. No, I don't make stable calls. But this is serious. Colonel Potter will have me executed and court-martialed. Come on, Hawk, let's take a look. I'm not a veterinarian. You're a veteran. Close enough for jazz. Let's go play horsey. All right, let's go ahead and discuss this episode. You want to start us off, Meds? Yep. Um, love it. <laughs> Absolutely love it. I love, love it, love it, love it. Uh, I want to marry it. <laughs> I want to marry it, but not the horse. Um, <laughs> I want to kiss it and call it George. <laughs> it's 10 out of 10 for me, this is. Um, wow. It's, wow. It is. It's, um, and the funny thing is, is that I, I, I don't, I mean, obviously I've seen it before, um, but when I was watching it, I couldn't quite remember anything of it. You know, I mean, I've seen every MASH episode, so it was always mm-hmm. like watching it for the first time. Um, like we said on the last episode, the banter between BJ and Hawkeye is just fabulous. It's really, you can tell that the relationship between Alan Alder and Mike Fowle is really, yeah. really good. They clearly get on. They clearly have respect for each other. Their comic timing is so good. They don't overlap each other. They give yeah. each other timing. They're constantly smiling. It's just brilliant. Um, you know, I, I love even the beginning bit with, with Potter, you know, and I'm hoping that Frank won't be put in charge. Oh, I love, I have that in my notes. That yeah, was one of my favorite scenes. And say, so, well, what would you do? Because have him shot. And Potter's response is, <laughs> nah, there would be an inquiry. <laughs> no, like stand him up and have him shot. Don't be absurd. There'd be an inquiry. It's priceless. I love it. <laughs> I love Potter so much. Uh, Frank begging to Margaret, let me cut you open. You know, uh, just because to show how bad he is. Uh, BJ's confidence with the horse. Now, that, that, that kind of, like, surprised me a little bit, the way that, you know, whether he's, he's owned horses in the past or whether he, he's, I don't know if it's noted in the episode, but he, he's not scared of it as Hawkeye is, you know, slightly annoyed. And I like him in Radar, really gets brassed off with them. Oh, hell. What? You heard me. H-E double toothpicks. You guys don't care. You know, um, yes, when I don't help, but then they, they answer him back. And BJ and Hawkeye both punched Frank when he wanted to cook Radar's rabbit. Hey, 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 Radar, take it easy. Sure, we care. Who delivered your guinea pigs triplets, Manny, Moe, and Jack? Who gave you a chicken and aspirin when it got hysterical? You, sir. Who belted Major Burns when he wanted to cook your rabbit for Easter? Both you, sirs. You know, uh, yeah, it's 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 just really good. Also, I did I don't think it's in the behind the scenes, but in the background where you see him playing football, you see Nurse Kelly winning for a ball. Yeah, and then when yeah. they turn around, she's the first in line to give the <laughs> 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 the hose pipe out. Um, but no, it's it's just it's absolutely brilliant. I, I really enjoyed it. I could I could watch it again. I could watch it straight after recording this. Yeah. Yeah, how about you, Al? Yeah, I, I like it as well. Um, and, you know, y- you're right, um, Meds, about uh, BJ and Hawkeye. They, I think that the two characters, as well as the two actors, had a relationship that um, that Alan Alda didn't share with um, with Trapper John. With uh, Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and, and it really does show now. I mean, especially when we go back to watch the episodes to do what we do here. You can really tell that there's definitely a difference in the relationship, and they get along much better. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I, 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 my notes, I have. Wow, now that was an enema. <laughs> 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 uh, 
Ouch. Um, <laughs> but the the, only, the the one the one nitpick I have. Okay, so when when Margaret comes into Potter's tent, he makes her wait outside until he's decent because he's just you know he's just wearing his t shirt. Yeah. But every day in the OR, he's parading around in just his t shirt and doesn't seem to have a problem that way. Uh, yeah. I mean, I understand why Potter said it because he's from that generation. Yeah. But you're right. Yeah, it's just a. I suppose it might be know. because it's his tent. And, uh, Maybe, yeah, it's yeah, more female personal. Coming into his his tent is a private thing, but then again, that happened in a couple of episodes. Well, I suppose it's just a gentleman thing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm right there with you guys. Thumbs up. It was a, one of my favorite. I gave it eight out of ten. Wow. Um, I uh, as Meds mentioned, the interaction between Potter, BJ, and Hawkeye at the beginning was amazing. I love the fact that. Uh, Potter talks about his wife picking up Hawkeye's nudie magazines. Look, on the Ginza, there's a little newspaper stand right across the street from Goldstein. Would you get me this month's issue of Nudist Frolics, Naked Health, and the Bareback News? I'll be in uniform. I can't go in there. Ask Mrs. Potter. Okay, she's a good scout. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I love the fact that she would do it, and she probably would, because she's that type of woman. Um... Uh, Radar getting mad at uh, BJ and Hawkeye for you know fooling around and he's being serious. Love that whole scene, um, and I love that everyone like came together to help Potter's horse. Yeah, you know it was like instant. I mean we uh, we didn't see them you know telling people to start lining up or to right. know, grab the hose or do this, but they just all kind of rallied around and all were supporting the doctors to help Potter's horse, which was really cool, and. Um, what do I have there? I have something that says Margaret's. Oh, a Margaret's appendix story. <laughs> I like that story. I mean, it was you know, it was like it, it felt like it was like just kind of tagged on. Yeah. At the end, just for something for Frank and Margaret to do, um, to have that little interaction where he is so creepy, Frank. Oh, I know. I mean, oh my god. Especially in this episode, he really shows how creepy he is. Yes, I he he because he got away from that for a while and he started to mellow out a little bit towards her. And sometimes they just, I don't know if it's just because of the episodes, the way they're, you know, they're shot out of sequence and then they're aired, or I'm sorry, they're aired out of sequence. But he seemed extremely more creepy than he has in recent episodes. Yeah. Well, maybe uh, they're leading up, we can look at it this way and, you know, the hopeful side that they're, they're trying to lead us to his eventual demise, you know? That's true. His, that's true. his complete meltdown. Yeah. And you can see why, why Larry Limbo wanted to leave. Yeah. This character wasn't really doing anything new. Mm-hmm. You know, Frank's always been... Or redeeming. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I can see why he finally said, well, you know, I'm done. This is... It's been fun, but I need to go. But, yeah, overall, a very enjoyable episode. Um, you know, it was it was fun. It was just all-around fun. Yeah. Springer. Present. Radar didn't tell me you were in here. I'm not speaking to anybody. What the hell are you doing on my desk? Depressed. 110%. This is it? Non-functioning? The end of life's highway. What a shame. Well, what can I do? I'll arrange a discharge. What was the answer? Severe depression is a ticket home. I'll be packed in an hour. I'm free. I'm free. Laverne, here I come. Romancing and dancing. I'm putting on my top hat. I'm putting on my white tie. I'm putting on my tails. Just blew it, didn't I? Yep. Now I'm really depressed. Buck up, soldier. I got the material for your dress. The blue or the red? The red. Hot damn. Clinger, sir. 
I'd like to see you do that top hat number for the wounded. In the red dress? You'll kill him. You're right. I'm putting on a chop hat. Colonel, that man's a lunatic. Yeah, but light on his feet. What is it, Burns? I'm exhausted. Well, sir, while you were gone, Pierce committed six major infractions of military regulations. What were they? Number one, in the mess tent yesterday, he made a face at me. He did? Yes, sir. He crossed his eyes and stuck out his tongue, like this. I don't have to hear the other five. I'll take the appropriate action. Good. Sir, what are you going to do? I'm going to sleep. Case dismissed. Yes, sir. All right, cool. Let's go ahead and move on to some behind the scenes. I will start us off. For advice on healing Potter's horse, BJ calls his father-in-law who lives in Quapaw, Oklahoma. Mike Farrell's wife at the time was Judy Farrell, who also plays a nurse, who was born in Quapaw. Also, his father-in-law is named Floyd Hayden in this episode. Hayden is Judy Farrell's real maiden name. Blimey, there's a lot of hobbages going on there. I uh, no, know, it's crazy. <laughs> if this was a Marvel movie, we would call them Easter eggs. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> now, it's said that Radar's guinea pig triplets are named Manny, Moe, and Jack, presumably after the founders of the Pep Boys. However, if Radar named his own animals, it's very unlikely he would have known who the Pep Boys were, given the fact that Pep Boys was a very small company during the Korean War. Pep Boys didn't have any stores in Iowa during the Korean War, nor do they to this day. Uh, when Radar says he's looking for a Floyd Hayden and spells out Hayden, H-A-Y-D-E-N, Hawkeye follows up with Mouse, M-O-U-S-E. However, the Mickey Mouse Club did not actually begin airing until 1955, two years after the Korean War ended. I love wow. when people find these little details. I'd never know that. <laughs> <laughs> During Margaret's surgery, the doctors and nurses are using sterile latex gloves. And I think we've mentioned this in previous oh, yeah. episodes. Latex gloves were not developed until the 1960s. Again, they've got, they've got a TARDIS somewhere and they're <laughs> traveling back and forth. And, uh, Father Mulcahy calls Hawkeye a good Christian in this episode for flushing out the horse. Get it? Flushing? Get it? <laughs> His little poop joke there. <laughs> But in season four's Dear Peggy, he refers to Hawkeye as a crazy agnostic in a conversation with BJ. Hey, people can change their religion. I know, especially in war. Yeah. <laughs> I'm an atheist until somebody shoots at me, then, oh, I'm a Christian. Uh, this is one of the few times that Margaret calls Hawkeye by his nickname. Uh, she usually would either call him Captain Pierce, Pierce, or just plain Doctor. When Hawkeye says Zorro will leave his mark, he is referring to, of course, the Mark of Zorro movie that was done in 1920. Zorro. Klinger sings part of Top Hat, White Tie, and Tails from the movie Top Hat in 1935. You ready, Beach? Ready when you are. Kelly, remember Dr. Pierce prefers to work with curved blades. Yes, ma'am. And separate your large from your small needles. Hulan, don't kibitz. You're the patient. Funny how these things always happen in the wee hours of the morning. Why wasn't I called? Mask! Well, I should be doing this surgery. I know Major Holohan's appendix better than any of you. Burns, she asked for Pierce. I don't believe it. Great deal of conflict here. You said it, brother, uh, father. Burns, she doesn't want you here. I'm not leaving till I hear it from her own lips. Listen to these lips, Frank. Get out. She's delirious. Out! I hope you have a big scar! 
Can we get on with this? I gotta get up in an hour and go to work. All right, Margaret, relax. Take a nice deep breath. I'm supposed to say that. Shut up, Margaret. Now let's have some fun. All right, you can find MASH 4077 all over the internet. You can find us at Facebook, www.facebook.com slash MASH 4077 podcast. And you can follow us on Twitter at MASH 4077 podcast. And you can follow me at Hawkeye Mids. You can find me, Kenny, at Geeky Fanboy. And I am at Tales Podcast. And we have a totally radical website, man. You can find that at www.mash4077podcast.com. And you can send us your feedback to mash4077podcast at gmail.com. And we even have a very cool store where you can buy all kinds of neat stuff, all with the Mash 4077 logo on it. Even as our pictures, I've seen it. Pretty cool stuff. You can find our online store at www.zazzle.com forward slash mash 4077 podcast. And remember, you can follow us on iTunes, direct download, or of course, from Stitcher Radio. Just search for mash 4077 podcast. All right. So I think that's going to do it again. Three thumbs up for this episode. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Good stuff all around. And that's just from meds. (laughs) <laughs> lives close to a you know a, a recycling plant and mm-hmm. yes okay well i'm kenny i'm simon and i'm the vision and we'll be seeing you bye-bye it's important to get on your feet the second or third day thanks for doing such a wonderful job i'll throw in a guarantee every thousand miles i'll probe your chassis oh. the important thing after an experience like this my dear is to keep moving that a girl. You know, you could have wound up with a knot in your intestine. <laughs> Did you say something? That was the scene in California's Mojave Desert five years ago. Our historic first view of the newcomer's ship. Theirs was a slave ship carrying a quarter million beings bred to adapt and labor in any environment. But they've washed ashore on Earth with no way to get back to where they came from. And in the last five years, the newcomers have become the latest addition to the population of Los Angeles. Alienation, the newcomers podcast, is a fan cast devoted to the groundbreaking but short-lived TV series Alienation. This series tackles social issues like racism, bigotry, and intolerance with an alien twist. Each month, we will bring you a podcast dedicated to a single episode. The host will give you their thoughts on the episode, as well as some little-known behind-the-scenes information. So please subscribe to Alienation, the newcomer's podcast on iTunes, or visit our website at alienationpodcast.com. Hey there, MASH fans, this is Meds. Now, as you know, both myself, Al and Kenny have our own individual podcasts, and mine is called Waffle on Podcast, and we talk about classic television programs and films from around the world. So if you think that's your cup of tea, or cup of coffee, whichever you like, then come over to iTunes and type in Waffle on Podcast. Or, of course, you can go to our main site, which is at Podbean, so just type in waffleon.podbean.com. We would be honoured if you join us. My name is Al. And I'm Joyce. And we're We're huge huge Disneyland Disneyland fans. fans. 
In fact, we love the Disneyland Resort so much, we host a podcast dedicated to the happiest place on earth to share that passion with others. That's right. On our show, Tales from the Mouse House Disneyland Podcast, we share current resort news, some tips and tricks we've learned over the years to help make your Disneyland Resort vacation the most magical experience ever. We uncover little-known and often-overlooked gems we like to call hidden treasures and even review the attractions and places to eat that make the Disneyland Resort so much fun. And if that wasn't enough, we even share some video episodes to help keep you in that Disney magic state of mind. If you're a longtime fan of the Disneyland Resort or you've just recently discovered the magic, this podcast is for you. You can find Tales from the Mouse House Disneyland Podcast at www. Talescast.com and in iTunes. And remember, make, make it, it a, a Mickey, Mickey day. day. Mash 4077 Podcast is a Geeky Fanboy production and has a Creative Commons attribution, non commercial, no derivatives, works 3.0 United States license. All rights reserved. Klinger sings part of Top Hat White Tail. Got to give you something, right? Thank you. I appreciate it. I have nothing so far. <laughs> BJ calls his father-in-law who lives in Quapa. Quapa? Quapa. 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 <laughs> <laughs>